0: You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Roland. Titans fans, this Football Friday game preview edition of the Locked On Titans podcast is presented by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the galaxy. Make sure you go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code locked on to get 20% off at BuiltBar.com The Titans have a second opportunity to grab AFC South Supremacy on Sunday when they travel to Indianapolis and take on the Colts. Not only do they have a chance to take over the AFC South, but they also have a chance to redeem themselves after an embarrassing performance in primetime on Thursday night football in front of the nation so this would be a monster win for the Titans to redeem themselves from an embarrassing performance earlier in the year but also you cannot forget the historical demons that the Titans are still trying to exercise when it comes to defeating the Indianapolis Colts so a major game for the Titans will they host a home playoff game as a division winner or will they go on the road as a wild card team like they did in previous seasons. This is a big fork in the road for the Titans coming off of what was already a big fork in the road game for them against Baltimore. They saved their season once. Now, can they get their season back on track. We will see. And to be able to do that, the Titans must follow certain keys to victory. And I am going to go over my three keys to victory today to start off our show. Tell you how I think the Titans would be able to get this victory. Then I will tell you who the Titans will need to get this victory as we zoom in from the bigger picture and take a look at some of the individual players that we have to watch on Sunday and some of the matchups that will determine the outcome of this game and then we will cap off our show taking a look at this game from all the other possible angles I'm going to give you the most updated injury report for both teams also going to give you the fantasy information that you need to know which Titans should you play in this game going to talk about the gambling information here the over under what is the current spread and how should you bet the titans game and then we will end the show with my game and and score prediction and on Wednesday night I gave a game and score prediction in our crossover conversation but after doing my research for this game preview and eating a lot of Thanksgiving food I have altered my prediction just a bit so excited to get into this football Friday game preview edition of the Locked on Titans podcast let's get it taking a look at the keys to victory for the Titans in this critical matchup on the road against the Colts. First, you have to go back to the matchup that took place two weeks ago when the Titans lost in embarrassing fashion to the Colts on Thursday night football by a score of 34-17. to That game will be the guide in taking a look at what the Titans need to do to come out victorious in this rematch. So stepping into those keys to victory, there is one on each side side of the ball for the Titans and first we will talk about special teams which was the decider in that recent matchup against the Colts. The Titans had two critical errors On punt team in the third quarter that led to 14 straight Indianapolis Colts points and totally changed that game. So in this matchup this rematch the Titans have to find a way to not shoot themselves in the foot not beat themselves in special teams and not only that but find a way to be the team that makes the play. In special teams, the Titans are a good football team, but the Colts are a good football team as well. And often what can separate a matchup and determine the outcome when you see two good football teams going against each other is a big play in special teams, which was the case two weeks ago. So this time around, the Titans will have Brett Kern back. You hope that having your all-pro punter back in the game and not having Trevor Daniel out there will allow the Titans to avoid mistakes that we saw in in that game two weeks ago. But on the flip side, the Titans need to be the team that blocks a punt. The Titans need to block a field goal, get a critical return, a big return. The Titans need to use possibly a fake reverse on a kickoff like we saw from them in that game against the Colts two weeks ago. Possibly look for a fake on a fourth down, a fake punt, a fake field goal like we saw from the Titans that changed the game last week against the Ravens. So the Titans have to find a way to be the team that has a big return, that has a blocked kick that makes the team makes the play in special teams instead of being the team that is the victim. On that side of the ball moving into the defensive side of the ball for the Titans in the previous game Phillip Rivers was pretty much untouched He threw 29 completions out of 39 attempts for 308 yards He pretty much took exactly what the Titans gave him the Titans rushed four more often than not They played more zone than they typically do of course They mixed their coverages, but a lot of zone for the Titans and more importantly they only rushed for more often than not and that just gave Phillip Rivers time to operate, do whatever he wanted to do and ultimately dump the ball short. Out of those 29 completions, 27 of Phillip Rivers completions were 10 yards or lesser. So he's throwing the ball behind the line of scrimmage. He's throwing the ball dumping it off short to his his weapons and letting them make plays down the field. The Titans simply cannot allow Phillip Rivers to operate that comfortably. They need to switch that up. Of course, they need to mix up their coverages at all times against a Hall of Fame level quarterback, but I think the Titans need to primarily go with press man coverage, be the aggressors, play downhill, take away the underneath stuff that Phillip Rivers likes to do so much. Combine that with blitzing. Uh, the Phillip Rivers gets rid of the ball quick. He dumps the ball off underneath. It's tough to get to Phillip Rivers. The Colts allow some of the least amount of sacks in the entire NFL. Bottom three in sacks allowed. So, you're not going to get a great opportunity to get to Phillip Rivers, but you have to try to switch your game plan from the previous game. You can't allow Phillip Rivers to be comfortable. At least try to get pressure. Take away the rhythm. Take away the timing and press on his wide receivers. Bring pressure in his face and see if you can change the outcome from what we saw in that previous game. And on the offensive side of the ball, the Titans have to find some consistency in the passing game on offense. The Titans have been able to run the ball against the Colts. Derrick Henry went for over 100 yards in that game two weeks ago. So the Titans run rushing offense can have success. But can the Titans find consistent success in the passing game? They did in the first half in that previous matchup. Tannehill was 9 for 13, 91 yards and a touchdown. But once the Titans got down by 10 after the debacle in the punt game in the third quarter, they had to throw the ball a lot more. They had a lot more third and longs and Tannehill wasn't able to find holes against this stout Colts defense. So can the Titans keep the game within reach, keep it close and allow Ryan Tannehill to get in a rhythm and find consistency in the passing game. Another thing that would help Ryan Tannehill actually gain that consistency in the passing game is if his weapon step up in this game. We saw A.J. Brown with a critical drop on what could have been a long touchdown to put the Titans up 14 to nothing early in this game. Those sorts of things can't happen if the Titans want to help out their star quarterback and allow him to get that rhythm. But we're going to talk more about the individual players that need to step up in this game. In our next segment, we're going to zoom in a little bit. Got some players to watch. Got some matchups to watch especially on the defensive side of the ball. So excited to get into that conversation with you guys. Remember, at the end of the show, we are going to go into the gambling, the fantasy, the injury information for this game, and I will give you my updated score and prediction for this game. Before we do get into that, though, I want to tell you guys a little bit more about Pepsi. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day no matter how you watch this season. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of of the League of Football Watchers. These passionate fans are the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, it's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. Kicked off our Football Friday Game Preview edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Going over the keys to victory from a bigger picture standpoint. Make no special teams errors that beat you. Find a way to make a play on special teams for the Titans. On defense, I want to see them switch the game plan. Go with more man defense. Bring more blitzes and try to get Phillip Rivers out of his comfort zone. Make him beat you down the field. And then on the offensive side of the ball, find some consistency in the passing game a lot of that will have to do with some of the individual players on the offensive side of the ball for the Titans stepping up their game. And we are going to dive into which of those individual players we need to watch and some individual matchups to watch as well. Before we do, I want to remind you guys that coming up next week on the Locked On Titans podcast, I will have a ton of Monday through Friday content for you guys. Monday we will be recapping this game talking about what took place. I'll give you my key takeaways from what happened in a game recap. Go over those individual performances after the game as well and tighten up and tighten down, and then also recap everything that took place in the AFC over the weekend and where the Titans currently stand on Monday within the conference. It's time to start worrying about the playoff picture. And then on Tuesday is our Tic Tac Tuesday. A lot of film breakdown conversations, including my Tic Tac 4-pack, breaking down the four most impactful plays from the previous game from an X's and O's perspective, Wednesday is our rewatch Wednesday episode. I give you all of my additional analysis and extra tidbits from re-watching the coaches' film multiple times throughout the beginning of the week. Thursday, we will have a crossover Thursday conversation with Jeff from Locked On Browns. Excited for that. And then next Friday we will be right back here for a game preview, giving you my keys to victory, my players to watch, fantasy, gambling, injury, score, and game prediction, much, much more. So make sure that you subscribe to the Locked On Titans podcast and follow me on Twitter at Titans for in-game analysis and the visual breakdowns that go along with my audio breakdowns throughout the week. Let's dive into these individual players to watch for the Titans in this game against the Indianapolis Colts. Going to start on the offensive side of the ball. And the Titans just need Ryan Tannehill to be a stud. That's what it comes down to. As I mentioned earlier, the Titans were able to run the ball against the Colts. And the Titans have been able to run the ball against this version of the Indianapolis Colts throughout their time of playing against each other. Check out this stat about the Titans running the ball against Matt Eberflus, the defensive coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts In the 37 games that Matt Eberflus has been the defensive coordinator for the Colts against the other teams in the NFL in the last three seasons, the other teams have run for 93.8 yards per game, 3.8 yards per carry against that Colts run defense. But the Titans in five games against that Colts run defense have run for 123.9 yards and 4.8 yards per attempt. Derrick Henry is the only running back to hit 100 yards in those games, and he's done it twice. The Titans can run the ball on the Colts, where they're going to struggle, and where they struggled in the previous game is in the passing game. Ryan Tannehill went 9-for-13 in the first half, but ended up... 15 for 27 he only had 56 yards in the second half compared to 91 in the first so ryan Tannehill is going to have to step up have a phenomenal game and even when things aren't going his way maybe he's getting pressured by the colts defense maybe there's a couple drops out there he's got to throw the ball on the move either way ryan Tannehill is going to have to lift the team around him and make plays when things aren't going according to plan and someone who can help him do that is aj brown A.J. Brown had one catch for 21 yards in the previous game, had that big drop that would have put the Titans up by two touchdowns early. He cannot have any big drops, and not only can he not hurt the Titans, he needs to step up and have a great game. I expect A.J. Brown to step up in the biggest game of the season for the Titans like he did last week and have a much better performance than he had in week number 10. There is no way that Xavier Rhodes can be locking down A.J. Brown. Then... The tight ends in this game, they have to find a way to beat the 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 over-the-middle-of-the-field defenders for the Colts. Darius Leonard, Bobby Okereke, Kari Willis, Kenny Moore. The, The Titans' tight ends had three catches for 19 yards on nine targets in the previous matchup against the Colts. As the Titans' tight ends go, often as the offense goes. So the Titans, Ryan Tannehill, A.J. Brown... Anthony Ferks or Jonu Smith going to have to have a big day in this matchup, finding holes in that Colts zone defense and making plays after the catch. Then, on the defensive side of the ball for the Titans, the matchups to watch for me are Malcolm Butler, if In the previous game, the Titans just played sides of the field. They didn't match up cornerbacks to wide receivers for the Colts. But to me, in this game, they need to this time. The Titans need to match up Malcolm Butler against Michael Pittman, who has emerged as the Colts' number one target on offense. He had six catches, 101 yards in the previous game. Now, a lot of his big catches came when he was matched up in bunch formations inside of the formation against safeties like Kenny Vaccaro, but... But in this game, the Titans need to do everything they can in their power to get Malcolm Butler one on one against Michael Pittman, who's a big physical receiver, and that's what Malcolm Butler does best. Allow Breon Borders to play against T.Y. Hilton. In the previous game, T.Y. Hilton had four catches for 40 yards. I know that T.Y. Hilton's been a star for the Colts for quite some time, but he's just not the same player. He doesn't have the same speed, the same burst. Put Breon Borders on him, let him play physical, and see what happens. I think that's what the Titans need to do. The other matchups to watch on the second level here and I'm going to include some safeties but it's still the second level with how the Titans play defense. The Colts love to run the ball in shotgun so that means that the linebackers in this game, Rashawn Evans and then Will Compton are going to have to be really, really solid in run defense because the Titans will be in smaller, less physical defensive packages to match what the Colts are doing. So that's going to put a premium on Rashawn Evans that's going to put a premium on Will Compton I say Rashawn Evans in two different ways as well. So the Colts love to run the ball in shotgun, which means the Titans are going to need a great effort from their stand-up linebackers, but also their edge rushers. And I think Rashawn Evans is going to play a ton of outside linebacker and a ton of edge, which should help the Titans be better in run defense against shotgun runs and against three wide receiver runs than they would be with Derek Roberson in the game. So look for Rashawn Evans to play a lot of outside linebacker to help the Titans run defense when they're in nickel and they're in dime. So I need a big game out of Rashawn Evans, also a big game out of Will Compton, who will be out there on the field, and then Kenny Vaccaro, who should return in this game after missing last week. I expect him to play a ton of linebacker in the Titans, Nickel and Don with Amani Hooker playing the other safety. I think that allows the Titans to be physical and it allows them to match up with the running backs who took advantage of the Titans in the previous game. Seven catches for 70 yards and a touchdown, 120 rushing yards. So Rashawn Evans playing edge and linebacker Will Compton, Kenny Vaccaro in pass coverage and run defense going up against the running backs of the Colts. That'll make a big big difference as the Titans will have to be in nickel and in dime and smaller packages and personnel groupings on defense because the Colts love running three wide receivers and running the ball out of shotgun. And speaking of stopping the run and running the ball, Jeffrey Simmons must step up. He had his worst game of the season against the Colts. Look at the pro football focus grades for Jeffrey Simmons. On the year, his overall grade is an 86.1. He had a 49 against the Colts. His run defense grade on the year, 71 1.2. He had a 47.2 against the Colts. His pass rush grade on the year was a 71.0. Against the Colts, 56.9. He had his worst game of the season against the Colts, who have the best O-line that the Titans have seen all year. Simmons can't be a loser in that matchup. He has to step up, dominate the line of scrimmage, especially with those shotgun runs, and if he could get some pressure on the Philip Rivers, that would go a long way into the game plan points and the big picture points that I talked about in the first segment. So the Titans need Tannehill, AJ Brown, Anthony or Jonu Smith at tight end to step up on offense. Malcolm Butler against Michael Pittman. Breon Borders against T.Y. Hilton to play a good game. Rashawn Evans, Will Compton, and Kenny Vaccaro playing linebacker spots, having a big game against the running backs of the Colts. And then Jeffrey Simmons rebounding from his worst performance of the season against the Colts two weeks ago and having a dominant, effective performance in this game. So that's who I see as the players to watch, the matchups to watch in this game. We are going to jump into some miscellaneous fun to cap off today's show we are going to talk about the most recent injury report to start then get into some fantasy news and my beautiful dark twisted fantasy preview talk about gambling and keeping it plus 100 and then i will give you my updated game and score prediction before we head off into the weekend to cap off today's show and this week of the Locked on Titans podcast, looking at the most recent injury update, taking a look at some gambling, some fantasy, and giving you my updated score and game prediction. Before we jump into that, I do want to say I hope you guys all had a happy Thanksgiving. Also, I spent last night just being thankful, being grateful, kind of resting, taking a night off, eating food, enjoying some company. So as I said on Twitter, show didn't come out on Friday morning. It's coming out on Friday night. I'm sure you guys will get a chance to listen to it over the weekend appreciate your patience as you know just wanted to enjoy the holiday but But, what that did do is it allowed me to get the Friday injury status of all of the players who were on the injury report throughout the week for both teams. So, let's dive into that information now. On the Tennessee Titans side, three players who we know are declared out already. Adoree Jackson, who didn't practice all year, I would just get the expectation in your mind that he's not going to play this entire season, will make you feel better throughout the rest of the year. Then, Adam Humphrey still recovering from that concussion will not play in this game. The Titans are being definitely cautious with Humphreys, but it's unfortunate to see how much time he has missed and how banged up he's been during his Titans tenure. Then, tight end Michael Pruitt, who hurt his knee earlier in the year. The Titans are being cautious with him after he was a full participant the first two days of practice throughout this week. He will be out as well. As for the other injuries, A.J. Brown, full participant on Friday, will be good to go. Same with tackle Dennis Kelly, cornerback Malcolm Butler. Then, Ben Jones, Rodgers Saffold were limited all week Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. They're both listed as questionable. The Titans definitely need them. I would expect Ben Jones to go. Roger Saffold a little bit more up in the air but we will get more information on that over the weekend. Then we have Laurel Murchison who missed last week. He will be good to go. The Titans rookie defensive lineman and great news here tight end Jonu Smith who's been dealing with an ankle for quite some time and Titans safety Kenny Vaccaro who missed the game last week with a concussion. Both were all full participants all three days throughout the week. Moving into the Colts side of the injury report, the biggest news here. For the Colts is the health status of defensive lineman DeForest Buckner, who could be considered the Colts' best player overall. He is out for this game as he tested for po- positive for COVID earlier in the week, so he will be out. That's definitely a, a big advantage for the Titans as Buckner had a very disruptive game against the Titans in their last matchup, but they will have to contend with Colts' interior defensive lineman Grover Stewart, who also had a great game last time for for the Colts. So the Titans aren't out of the woods from a defensive line perspective, looking at who the Colts will have. Going into the rest of the injury report for the Colts, the only names that we really need to take a look at here are center Ryan Kelly. He hasn't practiced all week and is questionable for the Colts. Good chance he won't play in this game. Guard Quentin Nelson didn't practice Wednesday or Thursday but was limited on Friday and is listed as questionable. That's another player to watch. Those are Two of the most important players for the Colts. I would expect Nelson to go. Kelly, a little more questionable. Linebacker Bobby Okereke, who has been huge for the Colts, was actually just declared out in this game. So he's one of their better pass coverage linebackers in their dime formation. Should get a lot more. Anthony Walker, who has also been on the injury report all week and is listed as questionable, but was a full participant in all three practices. Wide receiver Zach Pascal didn't practice the first two days, was limited Fridays, listed as questionable. He is their slot threat. That would be uh, a big win for the Titans if he's unable to play. Phillip Rivers, who really got banged up in that game against the Colts, didn't practice Wednesday or Thursday, was limited Friday, is questionable. I would expect a guy like Phillip Rivers to go, though. They're just being cautious with the old vet. And then safety Kari Willis, who's a big over-the-middle-of-the-field defender for the Colts, didn't practice Wednesday or Thursday, but was full on Friday, is listed as questionable, but I would expect him to go. So that's the injury update. Obviously, the biggest one for the Colts is DeForest Buckner not being able to go as he tested positive for COVID. That is a very advantageous development for the Titans, even though you hope he recovers 100%. Let's talk about some of the fantasy information about this game in my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy preview. The Colts have a great defense. They're very stingy when it comes to allowing fantasy points. If you're going to check out anybody, especially in daily fantasy, I would consider Derrick Henry, like we mentioned, he's able to run the ball. The Titans can run the ball against this Colts defense better than any other team in the NFL. So I would still consider Derrick Henry as the fourth most expensive running back on DraftKings at $7,900 as a building block of your lineup. Corey Davis had a great game against the Colts last time as he gets the matchup against Rocky Sin, not Xavier Rhodes. He's only forty. Nine hundred dollars He's not even in the top 20 most expensive wide receivers so I'd consider him. Uh, taking a look at Jonu Smith, I expect to have a better game against the Colts this time, especially with somebody like Okariki out in this game. The Titans have to find a way to get Jonu Smith going. He's the ninth most expensive tight end, only at $4,100. If you want a super inexpensive option, I wouldn't really trust it, but if you really want to go with a cheap flex or a cheap tight end to build your roster out with studs and other places, Anthony Fur Furkser is less than $3,000, one of the cheapest viable options that is available on the market. So Henry, Davis, Jonu, maybe Anthony Ferkser is who I would consider in daily fantasy. For season long, you're playing Derrick Henry, you're playing Corey Davis, you're playing A.J. Brown, you're playing Jonu Smith, you really don't have a choice in that regard, let's move into the gambling information. Keeping it plus 100. The Titans are a three point underdog in this game, so they are getting three points as of Friday night. I love that. I love the Titans getting three points. If it was any less, I wouldn't like it so much, but getting three, I think this game will be a lot closer than I initially expected earlier in the week after re watching the film. Also, also, I think that uh, the Titans will just go all out in this game. Mike Vrabel will throw the kitchen sink at winning this game because if the Titans don't win this game, then they don't really have a shot at winning the division. They're going to be one of the three wild card teams most likely. So it kind of takes away the ceiling of what they could accomplish in the regular season going forward. So I expect them to go all out, do everything they can to keep it close. Fake punts, fourth down, going for it, an onside kick, doing crazy stuff on the returns uh of uh, uh really what I want to see is a trick play from the offense. The Titans haven't had a trick play on offense all year, to my knowledge, that I can recall, so I would like to see the Titans do that in this game. Because of that, I think they keep it close. I love the Titans at plus 3. If you can tease them up to 9, tease them up to 7. I love that. Also, the over-under is 51.5. I think this goes under. I don't think there's a ton of scoring. The only reason that the Colts got over 30 was because of the blunders and special teams. If not for that, I think this game is like 24 to 21. Something like that, the last matchup. So I think this is going to go under 51. Tease it up to 57. Tease it up to 58. Give the Titans plus nine, plus 10. That is a monster teaser right there that should be cash money no matter how this game goes. But speaking of how this game is going to go, I gave a negative. Scoring game prediction in our crossover Wednesday conversation with Evan. I believe I said 31-21 Colts. I think that's ridiculous. I I was just a little worried about this game. uh, A little bit worried uh, about the Colts after what I saw them do to the Packers. But I've readjusted after watching the coaches tape again. Reminding myself of what happened in the first half. And how the Titans were the better team in the first half quite frankly. So if not for those two critical mistakes on the punt in the third quarter, the Titans probably win that game. So from that perspective, I've updated my prediction to 27 to 23 Titans win. I I really think that the Titans have changed their momentum. They've changed their aggression level. I think they come into this game with a completely different mindset mindset. What's to lose? They're going to be a playoff team if they lose this game still. It's not like their season's over. They're probably going to make the wild card no matter what. So they don't have anything to lose in this game. They're going to go all out. I believe that. The Titans need to get back to the mentality of when they were scrappy underdogs. They were the team that nobody believed in. I think they smelled their own salts a little bit earlier in the year. They started playing as the favorites. We're 5-0. We're one of the best. The Titans need to get back to that team that nobody believes in and playing like it. And I expect them to do that in this game. Find a way to beat the Colts 27-23. And I will be back with you on Monday to break it all down. Hopefully, it is a victory Monday. Make sure you're subscribed to the Locked On Titans podcast on whatever platform you stream. Follow me on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans as well. I hope you guys had a safe and enjoyable Thanksgiving. I hope you have a great weekend. And like I said, I hope I'm back with you guys on a victory Monday. That's going to do it for me, though. As always, I am your host. Tyler Rowan and this was locked on Titans.